Good morning. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? We starting. We here. Come on, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully I'm on the right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Shanquita. Hey, Sam. Thank you for that, Kirby. Telling them to tag and share. It is so important. Thank you for that. Good morning. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, if I could tell y'all that my last 24 hours was hilarious. They was hilarious. Good morning. Good morning. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Britt, I was just praying for you this morning. I was going to send you some encouragement. Uh, good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Glory to God. Thank you. 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 Glory to God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Hey, Nita. Good morning, y'all. Thank you. 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 Come on. Come on. I want you to do me a favor and put in the comments this morning. Keep moving forward. Come on. Keep moving forward. Put that in the comments. Keep moving forward. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, Casey. Hey, Katina. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Deshauna. Hey, Andrea. Keep moving forward. Hey, Valda. Hey, Julia. Come on. Put it in the comments. Keep moving forward. Ooh, come on. Keep moving forward. When we need to keep moving forward, that takes a press, but it's okay. Come on. Keep moving forward. I got some instructions and some encouragement for you today. Um, I have been up almost like I slept for a few hours, but I've been up for like almost 24 hours. It is hilarious. We had some problems getting Josiah out of the Detroit airport, but God is faithful. He is now safe and on my way to my dad's house, but it was funny, 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 funny. He has had definitely had some experiences. So you for sure need to be saying, keep moving forward. Like just keep moving forward. Come on, let's pray. Let's start. Let's saturate the atmosphere with Thanksgiving. Come on, come on. Give him some of your gratefulness. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we bless you. Father God, we magnify you. Father God, we glorify you. You are a good God. Come on, y'all. Give him what he's due. Give him his praise. You are a, an amazing God. You are an awesome God. You are a faithful God. Woo! We will not lean into our own understanding today. We will put our full weight and our trust in you. So Lord God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let us experience a magnitude of you that we have not experienced before. Let us walk in wholeness. Let us be of sound mind, Lord God. Let us be of good character. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in all of us, Lord. We just thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your power working in us, drawing us more into the image of who God called us to be. Father God, let us see us the way you see us. Woo! Let us not be imprisoned by our past. Let us not be imprisoned by what they say. Let us not be overwhelmed, Father God, but things that happen. Let us not drink 
the drink of toxicity. Let us not be petty. Let us not be overwhelmed. Let us not be consumed. Let us not be anxious. Let us not be worried, Lord God. Let us show up every day stronger and stronger in who you created to be. Let us speak like you speak. <laughs> Let us declare like you declare, Lord God. Let our tongues, Father God, um, bring you glory. Let our mouth bring you glory, Lord God. Let us say what you say. Let us be anchored in truth, Lord God. Let us live in proximity of you, Lord God. Let us um, not turn our heads to the right or to the left, but let us focus, Father God, on you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we know your voice. Increase our discernment today, Lord God. And Lord, if there is anybody in our life that means us hurt or harm um, or our indifference, to your plan for us. Remove those people from our lives. Expose the lies of the enemy. Expose the plots and the plans of the enemies. We do not want to walk in circles. We do not want to walk in cycles. We do not want to live less than you planned for us to live. It was good that we suffered. It was good that we were bruised, Lord God, because you are perfecting something in us, Lord God. But let us not stay, be complacent. Woo! to stay in dry places. Woo, my God. Let us prophesy to the dry places. Let us prophesy to the dry bones. Let us prophesy to poor finances. Let us prophesy to poor health. Let us prophesy to anything in our life that does not align with your word, that does not align with your will. Let us speak to the dry bone. Let us call forth prosperous marriages. Let us call for prosperous ministries. Let us call for, Father God, in the name of Jesus, prosperous business. Lord God, let our children be in good health and prosper as our souls are prospering, Lord God. Lord, thank you for reminding us this morning that we are your righteousness, that we are seated in heavenly places. Thank you, Father God, for the power of God. Thank you, Father God, for the wisdom of God. Thank you, Father God, for your protection. Thank you, Father God, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for how well you love us when nobody else loves us. Thank you, Lord God. We stand before your throne, grateful. We stand before your hand. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for purchasing us, for buying us back. We thank you, Lord God. We are not the results of our sins. We thank you, Lord God, that we are not the results of our mistakes. We thank you, Father God, that the greater power that's working in us Lord God, the Holy Spirit is drawing us out of darkness into your marvelous light. We thank you, Father God, that our children hunger and thirst for righteousness. We cancel the assignment of suicide off our children in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, there'll be no discord in our family in the name of Jesus. We speak and declare prosperity, Father God. When I say prosperity, we're talking about health. We're talking about wellness. We're talking about a sound mind. We thank you, Lord God, that we boldly come before your throne of grace, trusting you, believing you, being anchored in you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are overwhelmed with your goodness today, Lord God, that everything we put our hands to shall prosper. And everywhere that our feet go, we are blessed. We thank you, Father God, for increasing our capacity to do more for you. We thank you, Lord God, for enlarging our territory, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are keeping us 
from harm. We thank you, Lord God, that you are making us more effective. We thank you, Lord God, that you are taking us out of old mindsets. My God, we thank you, Father God, that you are erasing negative memories, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your great power working in us is taking us away from those dark places, those dark memories, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we will not stand in a season of woulda, shoulda, couldas, but we will stand in a season of perhaps. We will stand in a season of what if, Lord God, we're going to try some things. We're going to test some waters. We're going to go some new ways. We're going to be bold. We're going to be sober. We're going to be vigilant. And we will not be afraid because we understand, Father God, that you are with us. And if you are with us and you never leave us and you never forsake us, Lord God, then you will go with us in every circumstance, in every strange place. And Lord God, we will not care what others think, Lord God, because if the greater one is working in us, then the greater one is bringing us to our most prosperous and most blessed place, Lord God. We shut off the voices in our ears that have tried to leave us in cycles, bringing us back to the same place in the same mindset at the same time. If our mother spoke it over us, it's destroyed today in the name of Jesus. If our father spoke it over us, it's destroyed in the name of Jesus. If we didn't have anybody positive speaking our life, if it was a teacher, if it was a friend, if it was a colleague, if it was our husband, if it was words that were sent to destroy us, we thank you that those words are erased from our memory and you are building us up today in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for that, Julia. In Jesus name. Amen. We cut off every voice Every time, see the plot employ of the enemy is to keep you in cyclic thoughts. If I can keep you in cycles of thinking the same way, then you'll never produce at the capacity that you're supposed to be producing because your your thoughts are cyclic. You're cycling back to the same thoughts. When I, we cycle back to the same thoughts, then we cycle back to the same ways. And that is not God's mindset. He said, let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in every last one of us. He told us to think on things that are pure, lovely, and of good report. He told us to cast down the strongholds in our mind. So today we're casting down the strongholds of anxiety, of fear, of worry, of doubt. You're going to learn to trust God in this season. You're going to learn to trust God in this season. I'm not going to be before you very long. I mean, he didn't already pray. He didn't already move. He's doing some things for us. But I came to provide you with encouragement today. When I was laying in my bed, God just began to speak he just begin to speak a word to me, and I want to uh, uh, I want to give you exactly what He gave you. I want to remind you: just because you haven't experienced God in a particular way, does not mean it's not God. Woo! Come on, I'm gonna help free some of y'all. My God, we are killing the kingdom because we have not experienced stuff. We haven't like. You may not, you may, your work may have always been prosperous and successful for you, right? Your business may have always been prosperous and successful for you. You may have had parents that had financial provision. All your stuff may have been in line. Well, you may not seek God for understanding of how he provides. You may not need to seek God provide. You may have never been sick before, 
um, and needed to see God's hand in healing. Like we got to stop canceling out um, and saying, oh, this can't be God or because it's foreign to us. We don't believe it or we don't trust it or we don't look for it. Right. It says by, by your faith, be it unto you. Perhaps you don't know it because you haven't had need of it. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Perhaps you don't know it because you've never sought him. Perhaps you don't know him really, truly as provider, like because and you'll be saying, oh, you manipulating or misusing the scripture or trying to No, I'm trying to gain understanding that if the Lord comes to me and tells me not to worry about clothes or what I wear or what I do, the pagans run after these things. Then I'm trying to make sure that my mindset and my mentality is not a pagan. I'm trying to get more clarity of who God is and how he longs to be in my life because I may have never experienced him. So we got to stop discrediting what may have occurred or happened in someone else's life. But perhaps you don't know this kind of God that I talk about because you ain't ever experienced him. Woo, I'm sorry. Or that you ain't never had need of it. So then, so, so that when you're in a place, when you're in a place in a position that God starts speaking things through you or through a person through scripture, you'll start discrediting it, right? Like the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the scribes, you'll start discrediting it. They discredited the miracles of Jesus all the time, right? They just wanted to this. They always looked for a loophole or something wrong because they had never experienced God that way. And when you have never experienced God a certain way, then you know, see, my children know struggle. I'm just being honest. We, My children were born into a situation where they know struggle. They know what it's like to live in a single parent household. And so my children have learned how to trust God as provider in a different way because we haven't always had a flow of income in our house. So when they stand in need of something, we, we do what we call, we put it before the Lord. When it's something that's in their divine purpose, we put it before the Lord. Well, if you have always had parents who work two jobs and you have always had money, you will not understand the need for what I'm believing God for. You will not understand the need of what I need to see God in my hand. And so it is not witchcraft or manipulation or prosperity gospel when I stand in need and I go before my father to ask him to provide and to supply what I'm missing. <laughs> like I can't, like what I'm missing. Like I told God the other day, I said, you called me into ministry. Every resource for everything that you have called me into has to be here because this is what you call me into. I can, if, if this is what, and I'll receive, I can receive, I'll receive the sufficiency of the grace. Like I can receive this. I can be content in all circumstances and situation. But that if there is gaps, if there is not provision, if I cannot get my uh, uh, bills paid, or if my business that you call me to is not working, then I have to seek your face. And we will pray this way and we will think this way. And because it is foreign to people who have not experienced God in this manner, 
right? When I'm foreign to people who have not experienced God in this manner, then they'll try to discredit that this is God in your life. When in all facts, well, these are my experiences with God. It's not made up. It's not me leaning into my own understanding. Well, if I've never needed God like that, or perhaps I've never experienced God like that, I can't sit in a position and place and tell you it's not God. I can't tell you it's not God if I've never encountered it. I can't tell you it's not God if I've never had to believe for it. And what we will do is legitimize our efforts over the power and the plan of God. And what I mean by that is we'll start manipulating scripture and flipping it. Well, if a man don't work, he don't, he don't eat. Well, what if a door don't open up for a job? <laughs> I was in a season where I kept applying. I had a master's degree. I was applying for a job. I took a job with a master's making $8 an hour, right? No door opened to me until the right appointed time. I was being talked about. I was being... <laughs> Uh, I was I, I, I was in need of some service. We were getting food stamps. I didn't want to show up at the food stamp office, but I had kids. I was doing everything on my part and nothing was happening. Like nothing was moving. I was giving it all I got. Well, I had to take a position in understanding God as provider. God really wanted me to learn that he provides. Now, how he's the source. He gives the resources. He had to disable my mentality of grind. <laughs> See, there is an empowerment of grace for your life. <laughs> there is an empowerment of grace when God wants to have his hands in your life, when God wants to have his circumstance or situation in your life, there's a certain empowerment of grace. But because we live in a work-based, not a grace-based system, because we live in a work-based system, nobody will ever properly teach you how to receive the grace. So what do you do when you're in a season and you're trying, like for real, legitimately trying all that you can and nothing is happening are moving, then you are re regulated to the divine timing of God. There, the divine timing of God. There's a grace to empower. You do not have to grind the way you think you have to grind. You do not have to hustle. You do not have to network. You do not, I'm not saying toiling ain't real. There will be seasons that you toil, but if you do those things, over the grace. If you do those things over the grace, if you do not receive the empowerment, the divine empowerment for what you need, you will tap out. You will run out. You will never understand his favor. You will perform tricks. Hey, y'all know how I feel. You will perform tricks. <laughs> you will be in a season and a session and a place of performing tricks for what is already due to you, right? Saturday, we got pillow talk. I'm gonna be talking a lot about dreams. If God gave you a dream, he has to enable 
what happens in the dream. Our mindset is a grind mentality. I got to go get it. 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 And we never, Juanita, put and turn in and tap into the divine empowerment of his grace. I got to work for it. I got to get it. And so we become in a work, get it mentality instead of being in a grace empowerment receiving mentality that comes from being his righteousness. And it's not because you predicated that you did all the right things. <laughs> that is, that is this, this is the right things. You y'all stop. I'm scared of you people. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Who doing everything so perfect? I'm scared of you because then there's no need for Jesus and there's no need for grace. <laughs> you are. It is not about your you look perfect. That's how I was trying to show up perfect. I, you're, you're not going to be perfect in this thing. You're not going to be, I, you're not, you're just not going to be perfect in this thing. So when I speak to you this morning and give you what God gave me, if you don't understand it, don't count it out and say, it's not God. This is how God was talking to me this morning for you so that you can get the encouragement. If you've never been in this place, you may not understand. Then you pray and say, Holy Spirit. <laughs> empower me to understand what LMJ is talking about because I've never ever lived or operated in this level of faith zone. I have made stuff happen for myself. I've never even really sought the plan or the will of God for my life truly. I thought God was fatalistic if it happened. I've never demonstrated the faith that she's talking about. So this morning when I woke up, this was the message from the father. He said, God is not a neglectful God. <laughs> Come on, y'all. God is not a neglectful God. That's what he told me this morning. He said, you are coming today to provide them with encouragement. I am not a neglectful God, right? So in this season, come on, somebody say in this season, type in this season, when you share in this season, come on, in this season, right? God is not a neglectful God. God is not going to neglect his children. He is not, he is not that kind of father. He longs to provide even in every circumstance. In some seasons, the provision may look more than another season. But if I'm if I'm used to grinding for it, I will never understand seed time harvest. I will never understand how the kingdom works. I will I will never get it right. So in this season, right? He's not a neglectful God. So this is number one. This is what God told me to share. The way that it comes in this season woo, may be from an unlikely source. Oh my God! Come on, y'all. The way that it happens in this season. Come on now, may be from an unlikely source. Come on, we're gonna skip over real quick. We're going over to Kings um in 17. And when Elijah was dealing and he was in a situation, right? 17, 8 verse. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go to Zarephath in Sidon and stay there. There is a widow there that I commanded to take care of you. In this season, it may come from an unlikely source Woo! may not may come from someone that you don't even think has the capacity to provide it 
This is why in this season, you got to be so sensitive to the relationships that are around you. Even if you arrive in a relationship that looks like it doesn't have much or looks like it doesn't make sense, the power of God working in the relationship to bring the two of you together is what's going to produce what's next. I got to go. I got to go. The power of God working in you and this person, the convergence of these two people will cause what's happening next. So it may come from an unlikely source, may not look like much. Here it is, Elijah, God is saying to Elijah, go. There's a widow commanded to take care of you. A command from God is a sure thing, Tanya. A command from God is a sure thing, Tina. A command from God is a sure thing, Andrea. So when God commanded it, that means if he brings you to an unlikely place where it don't make sense, then what's about to happen is you're getting ready to experience his power on this. And the reason you're getting ready to experience his power is because he don't want you to be able to say you did this. I got to go. He don't want he don't want to be able. He don't want this other person to be able to say they did this. It's the convergence. Ooh. It's the relationship. It's the relationship that's going to cause whatever is supposed to happen and manifest to happen and manifest. So when Elijah went to Zarephath, he went to the town gate, saw a woman there gathering wood. She was a widow. In this culture, the people were supposed to take care of the widows. He says, would you bring me a small cup of water and a piece of bread? The woman answered, I promise you before the Lord your God, that I have nothing but a handful of flour in a jar and a little bit of olive oil in a jug. I came here to gather a few pieces of wood for fire to cook my last meal. My son and I were eating and die. Elijah said to the woman, don't worry. <laughs> Woo! Go home, cook your food, but give it to me first. <laughs> give it to the kingdom first. Woo! Come on, set order this morning. Give it to the kingdom first. He said, but first make a small piece of bread from the flour, then cook from yourself. The Lord, the God of Israel says that your jar, the Lord, the God, God put his empowerment on this. The Lord, that God, she says, the Lord, that God, Israel says, the jar of flour will never be empty and the jug will always have oil on it. And this will continue until the Lord sends the rain. They were in a drop season. The power of the relationship, the obedience of Elijah, the willingness of the widow produced a miracle of God. So it may come from an unlikely source. Come on, y'all. My two. Second thing, just because it's difficult does not mean that God is not with you. You got to get out the mindset because it presents a little bit of resistance. Woo! Come on. Because it presents a little bit of resistance that is not God. Just because it's difficult does not mean that God is not with you. Isaiah 43 and 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. 
God cannot can, cannot afford for it to fail. Y'all gotta go. God cannot afford for it to fail because it's God working in you. God has to get the glory. God has called the thing to pass. So two, just because it's difficult does not mean God isn't with you. Come on. It doesn't mean that God isn't with you. He's going with you. Come on now. My, my, his, come on, let's go. Let's go. Third thing, come on. It could come in unusual ways. Oh my God. You got to stop expecting God to show up. God gave me Isaiah 43, 19 this year. He said, this is the scripture. I need you to meditate on all year. And I need you to stop expecting me to show up in the same way. I'm showing up in new ways, opening new doors, new means of provision. In this season, it is not going to come. You're so used to God showing up in the same way that you are missing the opportunity for God to be God. This ought to be the moment where you put in your little notes, God, go be God in my life. <laughs> God, go be God in my life. I'm tired of living at a limited capacity where I only think you could show up at my job or I only think you could show up in LMJ ministry. I'm sick of limiting you to what I see. You could show up in this way. Come on, let me give you the scripture to back this up, what he gave me, right? It says, First Kings 17 and 4. He says, he says, this is he talking to Elijah. He says, drink from the book and eat what the ravens bring you. For I have commanded them to bring you food. It could show up in unusual ways. Could be the wealth, could be the wealth of the, the wealth transfer from the wicked to the righteous. It could show up. Stop questioning God's ways. Stop questioning how God may want to do something in your life. And then I'm going to seal this last scripture. This is it. Luke 11 and 11. Your father, you fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake, snake instead? You do not have a neglectful father. You just don't. You don't have a neglectful God. God is not going to cause you and call you to preach and teach the gospel, Lakeisha Johnson, and not put provision in place for you, Lakeisha Johnson. He's just not going to do it. God is not going to ask you, Lakeisha Johnson, seven years ago to leave your job and to pursue ministry full time and to chase after the things of God and the provision not be there and the resources not be there for your kids. You just, Lakeisha Johnson, got to remember that it might come from an unlikely source. You got to understand, Lakeisha Johnson, just because it's difficult, don't mean God didn't with me. You got to understand, Lakeisha Johnson, that it could come in unusual ways and be in a receiving mindset because you don't have no neglectful father. I hope you chew on this today. I hope you take this and you chew on this and you meditate on this and you let this become a resource to your life. <laughs> because if God is for you, not you, not even you, not even in your little silly self, <laughs> if God is for you, who or what can be against you? That's got to be your mindset. If he is doing 
nuclear, oh, God, do new things, but still looking at him to show up in the same way, we will miss the opportunity. And for those of us whom God is using to be a blessing, do not be afraid to let God use you in unusual ways. Come out of your same mindset <laughs> because you'll regulate yourself to a mindset that's not even God and you'll justify what you're doing by the few little scriptures you have that you've used over your life to put your God in a box. Come on, let me receive. <laughs> That's it. I hope you're chewing this today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for a regulatory word. Thank you, Father God, for um, a rhema word. Thank you for a right now word in this season. Father God, I thank you that this word today touches every person that gets this devotional today. I thank you, Father God, people will put it in their groups, put it on their pages, share it with their friends, Lord God, so that our expectancy for you to be God, my God, would be bigger and greater than ever. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord um, puts it on your heart to partner with this ministry, um, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can, um, you can, it has all the ways you can give on the website. It'll tell you how to sow, how to give, how to bless me. All of that is on the website. So go over to the website. If you're not subscribed to the website, go subscribe, like go subscribe to the website so that you can keep up with what we have going on. Um, Ladies, so, um, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, ladies, if you register for Pillow Talk, I sent your email out. Do not let the devil make you miss Pillow Talk on Saturday because I'm going to teach you how to steward your dreams. And if you've been having a hard time dreaming, I'm going to show you how to dream again. So don't let nothing keep you from Pillow Talk on Saturday. Absolutely Nothing. Okay. Absolutely nothing. Last thing is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, none of this ain't going to make sense until Jesus is your, is, it won't make sense because once you accept Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit has to come in. None of this will make sense until you accept Jesus Christ. Um, not, none of it, like absolutely none of it. Jennifer, it is on Zoom, but we are completely booked. I might have two spots. We are completely booked. Um, it is completely sold out. It was sold out a few days ago. Um, I'm just telling you. So I want you to repeat after me. I need you to make this statement of faith. We need to bring Jesus in your life so the Holy Spirit can come in so that this will begin to make sense to you. Because the only way this is going to make sense is through the Holy Spirit. Um, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I want to send you some resources and I want to send you some materials because I want to continue to disciple you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. He just does. Like he just does. God loves you. Um, more than anything. Jordan, if you are interested in a spot, if a spot becomes available, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. 
Check your spam. Check your mails. It's going down on Saturday. And remind yourself, God is not a neglectful God. We'll be back here in the morning um, at 6 a.m. Um, standard time. Don't forget, we're back at Feed the Streets. And all those good things are coming up this next month. Um, we'll kick off Feed the Streets back in February. Um, so remind yourself so you can come out and serve um, as we prepare to do what we need to do for the homeless individuals and our people in need. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God love you. I'll see you in the morning. Right? Yep. Shamana said we sipping at six. See you in the morning. Do me a favor. Share this. Don't hold this in. Don't be afraid for people to know that you worship. Some, can I say this? Some of y'all been timid, intimidated by what people think about you um, being here with us on LMJ Ministries. So you won't even share the thing to your page because you're still worried about people. Don't let this be the season that you don't care. Let your imprint. See, sharing is your imprint, right? You don't know who may pick up and follow you because you're in the right place at the right time. Don't be afraid to share in this season. Stop caring about what people think and how people think about you. Put it up in your story. People need the word that God is going to bring to us in this season. And the only way that we get the gospel out is through community. I'll see y'all in the morning. Love y'all so, so much. Go be in your most blessed day today. And Father God, bless the giving of your people in Jesus name. Yes. Come on, Julia, be a billboard for the kingdom. Come on, Adore. Yeah. Adore said it right because of how I used to act. Who cares how you used to act? We don't care. This, that's how the enemy will play mind games because of how you used to act. That's how you said me in prison because I used to act a certain way. Go be a billboard for the kingdom. I love y'all. Love, peace, and blessing. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.